Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Are Milton, a podcast brought to you by the City of Milton. The goal of the podcast is to provide information about all things related to Milton, Wisconsin. I'm Inga Cushman, Administrative Services Director for the City of Milton, and with me today is Police Chief Scott Marquardt. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. You betcha. So the topic for today is going to be 4th of July and safety. The 4th of July is an important holiday in the Milton community, and unfortunately this year the current COVID-19 pandemic made organizations take a hard look at the typical 4th of July events we have in the community. Some events like the 4th of July, fireworks, and beer tent typically at Schilberg Park are canceled, while others look a little different this year, like the virtual Milton Optimist Club run and the 4th of July community parade. Many of our community members are also still planning to have their typical family gatherings. In preparation for the festivities this weekend, we're going to give you, like I said, a couple um, things to consider this 4th of July to keep you and your family members safe. So the first topic we're going to be looking at are just those gatherings that we typically have with our family and um, just just some things to consider as you're planning those events and preparing for those events. So Scott, do you want to talk a little bit about what the Rock County guidance is? Sure. So one of the, one of my roles at the city of Milton is the emergency manager. And so I was deeply involved in the response um, to the, the COVID situation and, and, a little bit outside of the policing realm, but we think it's still important that we share some of this information with you from this, um, in this forum, along with the other safety issues, because COVID is still here. Uh, people are still getting sick. Um, we, Rock County has done very, very well. I think we listened very well to the stay-at-home orders, and we were able to uh, do a lot to help lower the incidence here in, in Rock County, but it's not over. And, and each day we're hearing about others who have, have picked up infections and um, people are still getting hospitalized in our county. So we wanted to make sure that y'all thought about this too, as part of your 4th of July get togethers. And, and you know, one of the traditions in Milton that typically goes along with the parades is some really big parties that kind of happen. And, and right now the guidance for Rock County is 25 people or less for those gatherings is the recommendation. These aren't, these aren't laws. No police officers will be pounding on your door if you have 26 people in your yard. But these are safety guidelines that have come direct through all of our public health authorities um, from federal to state to local level to help keep the spread down which is one of the reasons we canceled a lot of events to begin with. So we want to, people to continue to be vigilant. Uh, you, you know, keeping those gatherings at less than 25. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of gatherings, uh, you know, typically buffet style food and things like that. Uh, that a lot of the food service guidelines right now for restaurants and for private gatherings is just be really careful with how you do food. Like you don't want your 25 people all reaching into the same bag of chips um, to, to get your snacks. Um, so decide, reevaluate maybe how you're going to do that. Maybe you do individual bags of chips instead of one giant community bag of chips. And there's probably other ways you can think through um, 
exactly how you're going to do service and how to, how to do it safely. Yeah, and just, you know, making sure that you're cleaning maybe a little bit more frequently around those um, um, highly touched surfaces, um, countertops, those kinds of things, maybe doing an extra cleaning of the bathroom in the middle of the party, um, trying to keep people outside instead of inside, st stuff like that. Just just trying to think a little bit more about how you're hosting those gatherings and things that you can do to try and keep those people, again, as safe as possible. And there's lots of opinions right now, as everybody knows about masks, um, but it, it's, you know, becoming becoming a national conversation as well. Statistically, there's a lot of science that says masks will at least help. Mm -hmm. So maybe when you're inside and you're um, two feet away from people getting your drinks and getting your food, flip that mask up and then get back outside. And as long as you're six feet away from each other, you can take it off. Mm -hmm. So think about doing things like that too. And, and we'll do, we'll continue to do as best as we can to keep COVID out of the community and keep each other safe. Definitely. And the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they have a lot of really great resources and information um, to help get you thinking about how you might alter some different things with your gatherings this weekend. Excellent. Okay. Any other things that we think we should cover with that? No, I think that's pretty good. Okay. So again, refer to the, the CDC website for additional information, and we hope everyone has a great time with their families this weekend at their gathering. Absolutely. So another area we want to cover is fireworks. We're not going to be having the typical big fireworks display at Schilberg Park, like I said, um, but there are some smaller fireworks options that are allowed to be in the city. Um, the larger ones, the ones that are off the ground by ordinance and state statutes, is that right? Correct, yeah. Those are law. not allowed to be used in the city limits. So Scott, I'll let you talk a little bit more about that too. So this is, <laughs> fireworks <laughs> compliance has been a, a, um, a theme every single 4th of July in the, in the um, quarter century that I've worked so far. So this state law in the state of Wisconsin says that it, the phrase I usually use is if it goes up or it blows up, it is not legal by statute to use unless you have a permit. So for, for many, many years, sales of fireworks were restricted to those things that you could have. So things like sparklers, or cap that goes in cap guns or the little snappers that have a little powder in it and you throw it down and it pops. Um, spark fountains are, are legal and have been. Um, toy snakes, you know, all those sorts of things that stay on the ground and, and, and don't launch anything to the air. Those have been always been legal. Within the last Oh, I couldn't even tell you how many years, but there was a change in the sales practices in Wisconsin that allowed fireworks companies to sell, to sell virtually all types of fireworks, including the ones that are illegal in the state of Wisconsin without a permit. And so you can go to any fireworks stand in our area and buy fireworks right now that aren't legal. And you're telling, you basically tell the retailer, yeah, don't worry about it, I'll get my permit. 
and then you don't get your permit and now it is illegal to possess and to use. So this is something that we've that we've dealt with for years. If we don't take a hard line, um, let's put a bunch of people on duty and arrest everybody for fireworks. That's not what our goal is. That's not how we run the department at all. But you need to know that is, you know, especially, well, they're illegal, number one. But now you're also doing them, if you're in town, you're also doing them within a city environment with houses just, you know, yards away. Mm -hmm. And we have, we are already receiving complaints this year from our neighborhoods saying, you know, the, the, the noise and it, it, it bothers a lot of pets. Some households really have a problem with that. Even folks with post-traumatic stress injury, like soldiers and police officers, those loud, surprising sounds really have an impact when they're not expecting them. Yeah. And so I really want people to, to think about whether or not they're going to do those this July 4th, especially because there might be more of a, more of a desire without our traditional fireworks uh, that, well, maybe I'll just buy a bunch of stuff and do my own show, mm -hmm. uh, which while still illegal might be a lot more appropriate somewhere out in the country than it is in one of our closely packed neighborhoods with people living right next to each other. So I, I, I just really want people to think about that and, and try to think about others uh, before they, before they decide to do a big show mm -hmm. and doing, doing a little show at the end of your driveway. Like I do with my two kids <laughs> with, you know, the legal stuff is still a fun show. The kids still enjoy it. And um, we're, we're able to, uh, not be shooting things over the tops of our neighbors' houses that way. Yeah, just trying to um, be a, a considered a good neighbor this year. And we we we've we have already gotten complaints this year about fireworks. We will get a number of them on July fourth because of the cancellation of a lot of the activities. We aren't going to have a bunch of extra officers, so. That's another piece of this, that if we get a fireworks complaint, it might be a long time before we get to that. And we might not even get to all of them if there's a lot of them, and especially if we're dealing with other things. And, and so we're gonna, it's gonna continue to, to be a busy day for us and um, need the community to help kind of keep a lid on things for us too. Yeah. Anything else related to fireworks that you think the community should know? I don't think so. I, always happy to have questions. So you yeah. know, if, if you do have a question about an aspect that I haven't talked about or want some more clarification, just let me know and we can talk through it. Yeah, and to my knowledge, there has not been a permit issued in the city of Milton for fireworks at this time. And that permit, if I'm not mistaken, is issued by the mayor and the fire chief. So, yeah. Yeah, I typically have to weigh in on those permits as well. And uh, we did get one request, somebody trying to do it the right way. And they really felt like um, this is something that, that they can do and reached out to us and asked. And uh, there's, there's a lot of insurance required, which typically yeah. gets people to step back from this uh, before we issue a permit. And there's just a lot of safety concerns. Again, when you're doing it in a backyard, 
as opposed to Schoberg, where you have large safety zones set up ahead of time and, and you know, a safety plan and people that are professionals and do these things for a living. So, yeah, yeah that, that we, we, we intentionally decided not to issue that permit, and it's just not a good idea for, yeah. for us in this community to do that. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so the other um, event that's going to be looking a little bit different this year is the parade. We're not having the typical go down Madison Avenue parade. It's a community parade. So the focus is going to be um, on businesses and homes that have signed up to decorate and then people can drive around the community and view those and then they can also vote for their favorite. Um, and then the top three homes, the top three businesses, they are going to be awarded first, second, and third place prizes. And that's all being coordinated by Derek Henze. He's the 4th of July parade coordinator. And in addition to that aspect, there's also uh, an established parade loop that people who are typical parade entrants can drive that parade loop. But it's not a typical parade. There's not going to be um, walkers throwing candy or, um, you know, performances or anything like that. It's going to be just driving that parade loop and everyone does need to obey the regular rules of the road because none of the roads are going to be closed and it's not going to be monitored like a typical parade. Um, yeah. Did you have anything to add to that? Just, just that this is the, these are great attempts to do something rather than nothing to help celebrate the day. And um, I think Milton does have a great spirit on that day. We have lots of traditions that have, that have just gone away. And, and I, I honor and respect those that really just don't want to do nothing that day and figure out something. And so these, these alternative events, we spent a lot of time talking about it. And, and one of, one of the things that I've talked about is how it's not a parade, because when you think parade, you think roads closed, um, detours set up, everybody's sitting along the side, including in streets that are closed. And, you know, the parade goes by at however many low miles per hour. That's not what this event is. This, again, like you said, it allows people to drive around the city. You know, maybe they, maybe they wanted to enter their work truck with their business displayed on the side and, and you know, drive that in the parade and wave at people. They can still do that. And that's what these loops are established to do. But we aren't closing any roads. And we aren't having any cops out directing traffic. Um, it's, it's going to be like driving around today. And you still need to obey the speed limit, still need to stop at stop signs. You can't get out of your car and squirt, squirt guns at people sitting along the sides today. And you can't do that on Saturday either. So uh, just be aware of that. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, again, not to throw a wet blanket on the celebration. I, I try not to be the fun police, <laughs> but th these are safety issues. And, you know, even, even a regular parade day has safety challenges that we try to try really hard to mitigate. And now without having roads closed, because we couldn't, we, we had to cancel the parade in order to comply and to protect the community from COVID. And 
it's the same reason we're not closing roads because if we closed roads, that would just encourage people to gather. And we felt pretty strongly that that wasn't something we should do. So pay attention, be safe. That's what we're looking for. And I know I'm really excited to see the different businesses and homes that have decided to decorate for the 4th of July and see some of their creativity. The theme is the heart of Milton. So I, I, I'm really excited to see, see what people come up with for their decorations. Absolutely. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So there's additional information available on our website about the different rules of the road for people to um, obey by when they're in that parade loop. So take a look at that. That's available there as well. Um, so the last, well, just quick, there are a couple other events taking place in the community this weekend. So um, like I said, there is the virtual Milton Optimist Club run, and they are still looking for entrance. So you can go to their Facebook page and find out more information about that event as well. It's virtual, so it's not a regular run like they typically have. I think it's that you can um, pick a route and run on your own and then report your time. But again, go to their website or their, their Facebook page and you'll find more information there. The and, other and they were, just quickly, they were really concerned about canceling this event because that entry fee always goes towards scholarships. And um, even, even though there's not a formal run and there's no t-shirt this year, I really encourage people to still participate and still help um, fund that excellent program that will enable optimists to give out those scholarships again next year. Definitely. Good point. Um, the other event that is taking place this weekend is the Veterans Park Pavilion Dedication Ceremony. And that's going to be on July 5th. That is going to be a Veterans Memorial Ceremony first, starting at 830 and then at about 9.15, they'll move into the dedication ceremony for the pavilion. So if you are interested in coming, you're more than welcome to attend. Um, we are encouraging the use of face masks just to keep everyone there safe and physical distancing as well, six feet. Again, just trying to keep everyone there as safe as possible and still have, have the event take place. And in addition to that, piece of the event, the American Legion is going to be hosting a fundraiser lunch for their, their post as well. So those are a couple different things happening this weekend. And Scott, you also wanted to talk about the Click It or Ticket. Yeah, if you've, if you've caught the news release, and, and um, not just by us, but by virtually every law enforcement organization in the state, this is one of our annual campaigns called Click It or Ticket where we try to be more visible out on the roadway, trying to do a, a bunch of traffic stops, encouraging people by that, you know, having that little hammer hanging over them, I guess, that, hey, buckle up. And, and the statistics show that it saves lives and injuries when that happens. And, and we uh, encourage folks to do that because we're gonna be out there checking and we'll see what we can come up with. That does run through this weekend. Um, our participation has gotten us quite a few grants that, that have been awarded to us through the years. So we think participation is, is important not only for the community and the people and the safety it provides, but also helps our department and, and keeps us um, basically on front of technology changes and the things that we can purchase with that. Good. Anything else related to the 4th of July or click it or ticket or... Did your light turn off? <laughs> I was sitting too still, apparently, during 
my conversation. So <laughs> give a quick wave. <laughs> so anything else related to the 4th of July or click it or ticket that you think we need to, to go over for the community members? Well, you know, as, as is my theme, safety first. So be careful, take care of one another. Um, watch the kiddos who might not understand this isn't really a parade. And um, yeah, be safe with all of our alternatives and still have fun and still celebrate Independence Day. Yeah, and uh, again, take a look at the CDC website for um, just some things to consider as, as you're getting ready for the weekend. Okay. Excellent. Well, well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of We Are Milton. Our podcast is available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, and I post a video version on our YouTube channel as well. So until next time, we are Milton. Milton.